I'd like you to imagine your dream life. See the version of you who has what you want to have, feels how you want to feel, and is who you want to be. I'm Brittany Hoops, your hypnotherapist and manifestation coach, and this is the show where I'll teach you to master the full power of your mind, to guide you on your journey towards destination manifestation. Uh, yeah, take a step back from the ones who can't do that. Hope I separate from my past. You are listening to the Destination Manifestation Podcast, helping you to align your conscious and subconscious mind to manifest a life of your dreams. Hey guys, how are you doing? Welcome to back to part two. If you're already subscribed to the show, thank you so much. And today we're continuing. We're heading on with a part two of our series on building trust with ourselves and our manifestations. So if you haven't listened to part one already, go back and listen, okay? I honestly think it might be one of my favorite podcast episodes so far. It was pretty fun. It was such an aha moment to do that exercise. I did it right along with you guys. It was very, very helpful. But today, we're going to be building and expanding on and learning more about what we can do to surrender into trust and faith when it comes to reaching our goals. And that's what we're going to focus on here today, the concept of faith, faith as it pertains to manifestation. Faith, 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 faith. (laughs) I don't know. what. How do you feel when I say the word faith? I'm really curious. DM me or something. I want to know. Faith is a tricky, very loaded term. Now, I consider myself a recovering Catholic, okay? And if you've had a complicated relationship with religion in your past or even your present, the word faith might make you sort of kind of like tense up and question because it's usually used in a more religious context as opposed to spiritual, which is manifestation. But it's not this poor little word's fault. So as much as we can here today, during this episode, I want us to strip away all the baggage attached to that word, okay, attached to its meaning, and see faith for what it is at its core. So let's start here. Faith is defined as a complete trust or confidence in someone or something. Another word for trust, which is our series. It can also mean a strong belief in God or in the doctrines of religion based on a spiritual apprehension, and in this context, that means a spiritual understanding, rather than proof. That's the definition. So this is where our religious and spiritual sort of crossover comes in, right? And I think it's a very interesting way to look at it, based on a spiritual understanding rather than proof. Hmm, another tricky word, proof. What makes proof? Well, for most of us in our 3D reality in which we physically live in, it's what is physical. It's what's tangible, something that we can see, taste, feel, touch, smell, hear. It's real, uh, quote unquote, to us. But what's so interesting about that is our society tends to prioritize certain human senses and capabilities over others. We often negate a very important sixth sense that we all have, a gut instinct, our intuition as part of what qualifies as proof. I mean, could you imagine turning an evidence over to a criminal court case that was purely based on your gut instinct or your intuition as proof? 
you'd get laughed out of that building. And yet, this is a sense and a capability that we all have. But it's rarely counted as proof. Intuition is defined as a signal that something is right or wrong based on little information. (laughs) I find that definition so freaking funny. The inherent bias towards what qualifies as information as proof is rampant whenever we talk about intuition. It's defined as a signal that something is right or wrong. Now, first off, let me just say, your intuition, if you've trained yourself to be able to listen to it fully, can tell you far more than what is just right and what is just wrong. Based on little information, meaning not based on our traditional five senses. I want you to picture it like this. It's almost like we have this beautiful box of 24 crayons of all different vibrant colors. And we have somehow decided to pick five of those crayons, five crayons at random, let's say red, yellow, orange, purple, pink. And we say, these are truth. These are proof. Any other colors you see or experience are not valid. And you will be a weird spiritual woo-woo person if you take them seriously. Ah, (laughs) Like what? Since when did we prioritize these five senses and negate our other capabilities and our other informational sources? I mean, think of it this way. Animals, beyond us humans, other animals have senses that we don't even have, like that we don't even have the capability of, like electroreception, the ability to detect different electrical fields, dolphins and um, platypuses. Pusai. <laughs> I don't know, it sounds dirty. What's the plural of plat- platypus? <laughs> I'm saying it right. Let's just stick with dolphins, okay? They have that ability. Or a magnetic compass sense, the ability to sense magnetic fields. Birds have this ability too. And we don't call them witches. <laughs> we also don't force them to make decisions without using those capabilities or place more importance on one capability over the other. It's like, okay, if other animals use their full capabilities, but us, oh, we're not animals. We only have these certain capabilities and anything else is just falsehood, right? And so when it comes to having faith in our dreams, the dream ideal life we want to live, it's about using all our capabilities to believe in our truth. And not cutting ourselves off from experiencing a life of vivid color just because some old white guys in a lab coat have decided that these five colors are the only ones that decide proof and truth. Although I will will take that statement back. Perhaps that's not quite entirely fair. I feel like there is more and more science that's supporting our sixth and seventh, you know, senses. Our senses of intuition and spiritual connection and energy and frequency and the neuroscience and quantum physics that support manifestation. In fact, I don't really know where our societal preference for the five senses developed over the guidance of our intuition or emotions. Even the Greek philosopher Plato stated that our very concept of truth, the indescribable feeling when we simply know in the pit of our stomachs that something is right, stems from intuition, and that it forms the very basis of all knowledge. Yeah. And Carl Jung defined intuition as perception via the unconscious. And this is where it starts to get real interesting, is it not? That's what I find so fascinating. 
And one of the reasons I believe we value our conscious senses, like our sight and our smell and our hearing and our taste and our touch, they're conscious because it's interacting with what is already physical, with our conscious awareness. They're simply in our conscious awareness, that's all. And so they're easier to recognize. But just because other knowings may be subconscious doesn't mean that, A, they aren't there. (laughs) Our subconscious mind is 90% of our mind. Our conscious mind is only 10%. B, that they aren't valuable. And C, that they aren't true. And that's why I love hypnosis. Because hypnosis helps us develop the ability to get in touch with our subconscious awareness to utilize our full capabilities and faculties and to tune into intuition and to listen and learn from it. Intuition being our connection to all that is, the energy of creation in the source, as Plato calls it, of all knowledge. Here's the crazy thing, and I might have shared this before on the podcast, but it pertains to this thought. Our brains process 11 million bits of information per second. Only our conscious minds can only handle 40 to 50 bits per second. Okay, so I'm going to be generous here with my math. Let's go with 50 bits per second. You're real sharp. 50 divided by 11 million is (laughs) 0.000455%. That's how much you're aware of, of the information around you in any moment, in any second. Yeah, that's the five senses for you. Really dropping the ball here, okay? (laughs) So what happens to all that rest of the information that we encounter each second? It's perceived by our subconscious or our unconscious mind. Our subconscious mind stores our emotions, our memories, our beliefs, our imagination, our automatic bodily functions, the fact that you don't have to think to breathe your own lungs and to beat your own heart. It just happens automatically. And you guessed it. Your intuition. And whether we're conscious of this process or not, where we deliberately decide to place our focus instructs our brain on what it should filter out and ignore, meaning it's going to send it straight to the subconscious mind versus what it should pay more attention to and interpret as our reality to be made conscious of through our prioritized conscious senses. That's that point zero 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 four five five percent So what does all this have to do with faith? Well, faith is the strong belief in something based on spiritual understanding rather than proof. Or I could say it in a different way here, based on the subconscious knowing and connection via our intuition versus quote-unquote proof as defined as the conscious awareness through only five of our many senses. Faith is coloring with the other crayons, y'all. And just because society has prioritized these five select conscious senses purely because they're conscious to us, because they're easier to experience and because they are in our conscious awareness, doesn't mean that the others aren't valid, true, and worthwhile. And so to have faith is to allow yourself to color with all the colors beyond just those five and to believe and to see even the artwork that uses colors beyond just those five. And I'll take it even one step further. To have faith is to know that once you believe something at the subconscious or intuitive level, that's how you know it will become conscious. It will become physical, something you can engage with with your five core conscious senses. 
thoughts becoming things. Recognizing that everything in our world first started out just as a thought. Okay? Everything that we can currently sense with these conscious senses. It's just all energy. And the energy is directed and created and amassed through thought and solidified through belief, which are just strengthened thoughts. That's all beliefs are, strengthened thoughts. Thoughts that have been repeated over and over and over again. And that's why hypnotherapy is so successful. It instills certain helpful thoughts, thoughts that support your ideal life, the life you want to live. It instills them at the subconscious level. It creates a new filter for your conscious awareness, a new set of instructions. So those subconscious beliefs instruct the brain on which select 40 to 50 bits of information, what .000455% of information should come into your conscious awareness each second. So before you had faith and belief in your manifestation at the subconscious level, those 40 to 50 bits perceived by your five conscious senses were not perceiving the manifestation you wanted. Your conscious mind was letting in the things that supported non-belief or non-faith in your manifestation. And therefore, you didn't see it. The manifestation wasn't there. But... When you train your subconscious mind to repeat thoughts again and again and create positive beliefs, faith, belief in yourself that creates new programming, new instructions for your conscious mind to believe in your success, to believe in the accomplishment of your manifestation, that's the subconscious mind giving new instructions to your conscious mind. And so those 40 to 50 bits begin to change. You start to see new opportunities or new routes, like we talked about in part one of this series, that you literally couldn't see with your conscious sense of sight before. And that mind-blowing? You now become consciously aware of the inspired actions you can take. Because when it's possible and you've trained your brain to see it that way, those are the filtering instructions your, your conscious mind is now receiving. When it seems possible in your mind, You see possibility in your life. It translates to your physical senses. You get exactly what you think. So that's why faith is so important. Faith is a strong belief in your connection to all that is. You might call it God. You might call it universe, intuition, the energy in which you have access to through your subconscious mind based on a spiritual understanding, or we could say a subconscious understanding rather than your current conscious mind awareness, or as the dictionary says, proof. (laughs) Oh, I hate that word. So much bias is loaded in that dictionary definition because society overemphasizes that which can be detected by our conscious senses. When we prioritize the conscious senses, we prioritize the old results of our past thinking. Let me say this again. When we prioritize our conscious senses, our sight, our smell, our hearing, our touch, our taste. We prioritize the old results of our past thinking. Now, you've probably heard me say this before because I love to say it. Everything around us right now, currently, I mean, just take a look at where you are, okay? I see a water bottle. I see a webcam. Hi. I see my laptop, okay? All of those things are just crusty old manifestations, That's what they are. They're a result of past thinking. 
Somebody had to think and invent this webcam. Somebody had to think and invent this laptop. Somebody had to think and invent and design this water bottle. And then I had to think, you know what? I want a kind of water bottle that has this, this, and this. And I went on Amazon and I found it. And actually, I really love this water bottle. If you're watching the video, this is a really great water bottle. I've linked to it in my Amazon um, cart on my website. <laughs> it's very good. It solves everything. But that started from a thought for me, too, of knowing that I needed this and looking for it and finding it and ordering it and then receiving it. And all the thought that went into the money that I created to be able to order something like that. Everything around you is the result of your past thinking. Your past thinking as well as any past thinking that was done to create that thing. So when we prioritize what we detect through those conscious senses, we prioritize the old results of our past thinking. So you might be thinking, okay, how do I create new results then? New, something new in my life. That's through your subconscious senses. Your conscious senses deal with what is already is, your past thinking. Your subconscious senses create something new. Our power of thought, our power of connecting to our intuition, the power of giving new instructions to the conscious mind of what to let in, which appears to us as creation. That's generative. That creates the life you want to live. And then the conscious mind just makes it all tangible so that what was formerly energy is now detectable by those five conscious senses. Boom. Manifestation. (laughs) Are you tracking with me? This is like insane. Are you like kind of feeling crazy right now? I'm kind of feeling crazy. So does this process of creating a new filter in the subconscious to instruct the conscious mind of what to see or experience, does it happen automatically? No, no, it doesn't. And thank God for that. (laughs) Could you imagine the chaos in our world that would ensue if the moment you had a thought, the thing just boom, manifested right there. The moment you had a subconscious inkling, Conscious mind was like, let it in, and it just came right in, and you experienced it with your senses. That would be nuts, and it also wouldn't be very fun, because the attainment of anything worthwhile would just be so easy and so cheap, and we'd take it all for granted. Plus, our goals, our manifestations, they're only designed to be a goalpost, to serve as a point of focus, to help us flesh out the journey. It's the experience of creation that is the fun part. Not even the manifestation itself. And you know how we know this? Because once you reach your manifestation, you'll be like, wahoo, and then you'll be on to the next thing. (laughs) You spend way more of your life and your time on the journey towards it than you'll ever spend at the actual destination. I call this podcast Destination Manifestation. And it's okay to have a destination in mind because for the sole purpose of it helping you create the journey, the journey's the important part. So you have to persist. You have to train the brain. You have to repeat thoughts that support your dreams again and again and again and again. And that is the journey. Earl Nightingale, an American motivational speaker and author, if you haven't listened to his recording called The Strangest Secret, you absolutely need to. I will link to it in the show notes. It will change your life. He says, persistence is another word for faith. If you didn't have faith, you would never persist. And so faith is the thing that keeps us going. The thing that keeps us repeating a thought that our conscious senses don't yet support or realize. But by repeating that thought, our subconscious mind will create a new belief, a new program 
so that the realization of that thought can become conscious. So that it can go from the 99.999999 whatever percent of the subconscious mind to the 0.000455%. That's what faith does. It's the persistence of that journey. If we didn't have faith, we wouldn't stick with the thought long enough for it to become physical. And that's why faith is so important to our manifestations. It's like putting a cake in the oven for like two minutes, okay, and then taking it out and wondering why it's still a gloopy mess there in your pan. Nothing is wrong with the cake. Nothing is wrong with your oven. You just didn't leave it in long enough. You just didn't practice and repeat again and again the heat required to cook it and transform it into a cake that you can enjoy with your sense of smell and your sense of taste and touch and sight. That's all. Same with our thoughts. You got to cook them. (laughs) you got to leave them in the oven of your subconscious mind long enough so that their physical counterparts can become known to you. Whoa. (laughs) Guys, uh, my mind's a little blown here, and I hope yours is too, okay? If this was too much information to digest, if your mind is like, what is reality right now? Just, Just listen to this episode again and again and again. I promise you the dots will connect. Amazing. So I just want to thank you, travelers, for joining us here today on this journey towards destination manifestation. You are so freaking incredible. I hope you know it. And if you haven't done so already, be sure to subscribe to this podcast, especially because we have one more episode left as part of our series on trust. Already have part one. This was part two and part three will be coming up next. So go listen to that one now. And one other thing I want you to do after listening to this episode is this. If you feel that your faith, your trust, or your ability to consistently think thoughts that support the conscious awareness of your goals and manifestations, if that has proven to be hard for you, because I'm not going to lie, if it was easy, we would all be millionaires, right? But if you are serious about making big, transformational, positive changes in your life, book a one-on-one hypnotherapy and coaching session. I'm not kidding. When we talk about brain training, when we talk about the repetition at the subconscious level, these are the tools that help us do that. Most of us just live consciously with no way to actively influence or utilize our subconscious mind. So if you want to create your life more deliberately, check out the show notes for the link to learn more about my hypnotherapy and coaching process and to book a virtual one-on-one session today. You can also go to brittanyhoops.com and learn more. Okay, let's freaking go. Let's get started. Let's train your brain. And one last thing, like I promised, during this series, I have been highlighting some amazing listeners for the show who have recently left reviews for the podcast. So today, I want to thank a very special listener, Dylan and R, for saying... Phenomenal podcast. I followed Brittany during her Big Brother journey and was ecstatic to see she released this podcast. I would recommend it to anyone who is interested or looking into building their confidence and learning how to properly manifest the things you want out of life. Take control of your thoughts and create your future. Yes, Dylan knows how it works. I added that part. He didn't say that. (laughs) Perfect for listening to my drives to work. Well, thank you, Dylan. I hope this episode got you thinking on your way to work, and I hope you and so many others have a fantastic day, okay?
All music for this podcast is by A-Cubed. And remember, the proof you've manifested your dream life is when your new positive subconscious thoughts are repeated enough to become physical and interpreted by your physical conscious senses. So let's get to training. I'll catch you next time.